Welcome to Screencast, Kind of Funny's only entertainment-based podcast where we come together and we talk about movies, TV shows, and streaming services. This show is brought to you live most Fridays. Today is Thursday around 11.30 on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you don't have time to watch us live, that's okay. You can catch us on VOD on youtube.com slash kindoffunny or Rooster Teeth. If you don't want to see our faces and just want to hear our voices, you can go to your favorite podcast streaming platforms, and uh, we should be there. If we're not, let Tim Gettys know, and he will add us there. If you want to help support us, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny and support at any tier you want. If you support at the bronze tier level, you um, you can answer our like little questions we throw at you. Um, what else? I am Silver your host. Tier, you get the show ad-free. That's true. Yes. Yeah. But, Kevin, let me ask you a question. Why is it Thursday and not Friday for Screencast Because today? we're doing Dark, no, Terminator 2 tomorrow, right? Yes, Terminator in review rolls on. Number one was last week. This week, we got it. Terminator 2, mm-hmm. Judgment And Day. next Friday will be Terminator Dark, Dark, Dark Fate. Fate. Very excited to see that one, see how it goes. Man, I'll tell you. Yeah? Well, it's just one of those things where I'm like, it could go either way. It, yeah, it could go either way. Temper your expectations and care. hopefully you can enjoy it. <laughs> I, mean, I think the uh, more likely it's going to go one way over the other. But the more I, the closer we get to this movie, the more I'm like, I want to see this car wreck happen. This yeah. slow mo car wreck. People who have gone to screeners in the last couple of weeks have all really liked it. So I'm mm, everything I mean, I've I've seen said that it's the best Terminator since two. And like that, that's all that they're saying. They're saying it's like, not like, saying a lot. But if it's better than Salvation, that's going to be yeah. I'm in. Salvation yeah. was fine. Yeah. So I had a lot of really cool stuff that was playing with. Yeah. But again, this is actually James Cameron putting his name on something to a degree. So yeah. I don't think he's ever. I mean, didn't he do? Didn't he have something to do with Alita? Mm-hmm. I liked Alita. Like, I when he really liked Alita. Stuff, I'm like, okay, this is an interesting project. It's not like the best movie I've ever made, but there's some cool shit happening Definitely. in here, yeah. and that's all I can hope for. Alita I'm, is actually coming up a little bit later because mm. it's one of the movies I watched. Is there a sequel coming? No, no, no. It's one of the Fuck. movies I watched. Uh, I want a sequel so bad. Also, next week is a little weird. We've got uh, a different schedule, so Screencast will actually be on Monday, where me, Nick, and Joester will be talking about our favorite scary movies. That sounds spooky. Spoilers, all of mine are going to be Tim Burton movies, and they're not going to be that scary. That's okay. Yeah, 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 that's cool. Uh, Certainly one of mine will not be that scary, and will there be a sequel for it maybe announced later this news? Wow. We'll see. Uh, Now time for some housekeeping. Uh, my first note is you can buy the video games are cool in the Nitro Rifle shirt at uh, kindoffunny.com slash store. Or you can go to kindoffunny.com slash Shirto and buy the Extra Life themed shirt for 2019. I love this shirt, by the way. I like it, too. Karen Kennedy did the, did the design for this. Is that what it was? That's what someone says. It's a Joey question. It's you know not here, yeah. We'll just tell it. We'll just say he did. Great design. <laughs> it's a cool design, cool. yeah. You guys voted cause. for it. And Extra Life is coming up. So help us... Help us go into Extra Life with a good amount of momentum, and maybe I'll make it past midnight this time. I doubt it. I doubt it. Uh, Barrett's going to pull it up. I actually got the yeah, blue. Kennedy. I think it's great. I really love that logo. I it's, got the... it's super like Saved by the Bell 90s, yeah. and uh, it's blue, so you must love it. I Unless got the blue hoodie, and it is so comfortable. It's that, a cool hoodie. Yeah. It's it's a great color yeah, too. Yeah, I got the black one, and I was just wearing it for a bit last night, and I was like, "Ooh, it's warm, right?" <laughs> I feel so snuggled. Yeah, kindoffunner.com/slash El Shirto. Those kids, R- crewnecks. I like usually that crew my uh, usually my go-to. Yeah. Uh, speaking of extra life, we are doing extra life November second. Is that? Mm-hmm. We will be doing it for twenty-four hours. There is a like time shift there. November. 
Yeah. Well, it'll be from 10 a.m. to 9 a.m. Yes. Because uh, we'll we're be not going, dumb. We're not going to do that extra hour. forward and fall, falling backward. Yeah. Uh, and so it's going to be the normal shenanigans. Everyone should tune in. Of course, we're doing the community streaming beforehand, right? On Friday. On Friday. I but before so. that even. And wow. After. Wow, guys. What if you wanted some extra life this weekend with some kind of funny oh, magic? Oh, that's right. You no can go to uh, <laughs> twitter.com slash what's good games uh, for the mm. info on this. But Joey is with uh, the what's good games girls over in Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, doing a whole, I think they're going 24 hours. I think for, so. Uh, for yeah, a stream, so you can check that out this weekend. Yeah. Shout out to Joseph for doing And that's all going to the kind of funny team as well. Oh. So, also, let's shout beat out. Rooster Teeth this year. Yeah, what did they do last okay. year? What did they do last year? Like 1.2 million or something like that? And we did like it 80 was a grand? Lot. Yeah. yeah, we could beat them. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, shout outs to our Patreon producers, Al Tribesman and David Mindtel. Want some candy? Want some candy? Let me see the mind freak. You make it so much Let me hear the mind freak. Watch out for that dove. That's what the mind freak is. Okay. Sounds good. In my my brain, the the, the mind freak is a great magician, but every once in a while just finds doves. Right. It just comes out of nowhere. That's his gimmick. Like, oh, I forgot there was a dove there. Like when someone's like, oh, sir, how was your meal? He goes, it was dovetastic. And they're like, whoa. (laughs) He's like, I'm not paying for it. He runs runs away. Um, And then this show is brought to you by our sponsors, HoneyBook, Upstart, and Hymns. But more about that later. First, I want to ask Nick, what have you been watching this last week? Uh, I just watched the first episode of Watchmen on oh. HBO, Ooh. and uh, it started, and I was like, okay, there's a lot of weird shit going on. A lot of weird and shit. And then it ended, I was like, oh, there's a lot of weird shit going on, and I loved it. Yeah. I loved Don Johnson in it. I love Regina King. I think she's I think she's a phenomenal lead for this. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going on. Based on the preview for what's happening next week, this shit's going to get bonkers, yeah. and I am in so I also started watching it, yeah. and like I kind of don't like how little I understand what's going on. I know there's like supplementary content that you could read, but like readings for nerds, you know. Is what there? I mean? That's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. So um, it takes place 30 years after. I believe it's 30 years. It might be 40 years after the, the events, events of, of the comic book. Not the movie. Not the movie. Yeah. And the big difference there the is squid. the the squid, the yeah. giant squid monster, interdimensional monster that gets like. Teleported in. So they're really sticking with that ending that doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. I, okay. I mean, I've always thought that that ending was the weakest part of the comic book, where like the comic book is awesome and like, you know, it goes into way more detail than the movie ever could. But like the ending to me never made any sense, where it's like, okay, so for context, a- the ending of the movie they changed to be a. Dr. Manhattan was it, the, they made it, it, look- it made it look like he nuked cities yeah, and that's stuff what like it was. that. Yeah. To so make- like. The world get together to like against there was him. some sort of nuclear war, yeah. yeah. And then he went to Mars and what was over there. Well, he left. Yeah, he, he left. Like, fucking like out. this galaxy to go to another, start a new galaxy, essentially. Okay. Um, which I always thought was really cool that Ozymandias had created this like huge enemy that like made sense. Where it's like, oh, Doctor Manhattan might still be on Mars, ready to attack us if we fuck up again. You know, yeah. so like, let's prepare to bring the and let's world come together to, to bring the world together to right. like find a new yeah. era. But I feel like that's shit. what the squids are, are in this. And there's a, there's a, sure. a small spoiler, there's but the, at one point rain. it, it rains squids. Yeah, and they're little tiny things, and as they hit, they kind of like dissolve and like disappear because they're not fully formed yet. Right. And I think that's the constant reminder that right. he's that we see him on Mars, like building shit and wrecking shit. And you're like, well, we don't know if that footage is old. We don't know yeah. at all. But we see that, and so they're trying to keep this world in, intact. What I like about it though is the story seems a lot smaller than that. Sure. It seems like it's just about this one particular like mm-hmm. state or the city that's in there, and like all and and these like clansmen like uh, uh, entity that's happening that's that's having a resurgence right. again, which obviously is the like seventh mirroring, cavalry. Yeah, seventh cavalry, which obviously mirrors 
what's happening in the states or was you know right. we've seen the we've and they also all that have Rorschach, Rorschach, Rorschach which is mask. weird I don't know why they have that uh, it seems like his book was published yeah and like they're all they they're like there's and basically been like a corrupted cult it. Come yeah, up, and yeah. he's being used as like a martyr for yeah, their cause cause he, because it wasn't just what had happened. He also had all these like fucked up views on society and like how everything was corrupted. Yeah. So I think that they're latching onto that part as well. I like that it's. Been, I like that they've taken that. I like that it's been corrupted, and I like that the co- like. Have you seen it at all? No. Not yet. The no, idea is that the cops have to wear masks. Yeah. So it's 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 like a it's a it's a reversal of like heroes. Like the cops are always like, oh, show your faces. And this one, it's too dangerous. So everywhere they go, they have to wear masks. And so they, they have, then like, fake... take on personas. There's That's like. Cool. There's a guy called like the Red Man or something like that, and there's another guy, and like Regina King has like all she's just, uh, head tone black. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean this sounds cool. The really trailers cool. look super rad. I'm definitely excited to watch it. I think it it looks like aesthetically really really cool. I think that like there's a lot of points that like could develop. I just think that the, to, for me this wasn't a great first episode. We'll see. Just because so much of it was I was like, what's oh, really happening? But my my um, one concern with this is that it's Damon Lindelof. And it's not that I dislike him. It's just that I dislike him. I don't like <laughs> – it's, it's, it's just that he tends to make things that don't go anywhere that are very, very fun in the, when you're on the ride. But then when you get to the destination, you're like, that was not worth it. So we'll see what happens. I'm going to give it a few more episodes and see. Is it eight or ten episodes? I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I think – Barrett, do you want to pull that up on IMDb and see what, what comes up? I think it might be eight. But because um, that's kind of what they've been doing, yeah. I feel like with uh, success, succession and uh, ballers the as well. I think ballers is only eight. Yeah, four. Yeah, ballers I finished as well, yeah. which actually was it was fine. How, it was decent, it was did it conclude ending. well? Like, are you happy with the way sure. it ended? I mean, sure. Oh, ballers is just done. It's yeah, done. done. That was the Fifth series finale. Was its the last. Yeah. Wow. And they wrapped it up. Uh, it's fine. I mean, again, ballers is like it's candy. So you mm-hmm. get to the end of that, that the end of that peanut butter cup bag, and you're just like, well, I did that today. But uh, do you think for me, like it'd be worth watching? Yeah, t- the I think last, so. I, I think the I'd, last season's very—it's very much a, everyone. We're in the last season. Let's rush everyone to get to a conclusion that's mm-hmm. fitting. So people start like at one point, one of the main characters that has to retire from football like starts a radio show and it's instantly successful. And it's oh, like, okay, cool. well, yeah. cool. But I could see that happening too. Sure, sure. Uh-huh. Um, and then of course the whole thing centers around the NFL um, potentially having 18 games instead of 16 games, and then what that. And a lot of it is a. Oh, is a like I that? care so little about that. Well, like, but a lot yeah, of it is a, it, it's politics. about the commentary of should we be taking better care of these players because mm-hmm. 18 games, two more games could be potentially life threatening for people. So it's about, it really is about bringing like health care, better, taking better care of the characters and like, and the Strasmore character, uh, the Rock's character is like kind of in the middle of it, fighting for the, That's actually, for the players. It's interesting. Uh, what you got, yeah. Barrett? Uh, Watchmen is uh, nine episodes for the first season. Nine episodes. Cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm definitely going to continue watching Watchmen, though. Yeah. Nick, were you watching anything else? No? Mm. Started Cobra High Season 2. Oh, that's yeah, exciting. That's fun. Yeah, I good. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's, a, it's a fun show. They've got renewed for Season 3. Yeah? Yeah, awesome. <laughs> awesome. I watched that in about four years. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Keep us updated. Tim Tam, you watch uh, anything good this week? I've been watching a lot of uh, the interview stuff, like with Terminator. We had to do two last week and Star Wars. So that's that's been a lot of my watching time. Um, What's this an excuse right there, my friend? Uh, there's a lot of games it's to right. play, there's man. A lot of time. Um, uh, yeah. But, anyways, the uh, I've been keeping up with my normal bullshit. Dancing with the Stars continues to kill it. Uh, been watching The Office a lot. Now, here's the thing I'm almost done with season five. And constantly, this show surprises me. When does it get good? 
um, pretty pretty quickly. I would say maybe like season two, two episodes in. Honestly, all right. So I don't story, get the hate story wise. Where are you? So so that's the thing. Okay, this show does such a good job of just adding interesting characters and plot points that change the dynamics up just enough. Sometimes it takes. A few too many episodes to get to one of these points. Right. But I feel like we are in the best this show's ever been right now. And a character came in, Nick, that I did not expect to see in his name is Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. yeah. What the fuck? I know. Yeah. I was like, God, I, I hate How him. are you in the show? Because that was before he was like super huge. I love it, though. But also, The Office was really big. That's true. So, That's true. like, don't his be character surprised that and the storylines that they're going on with this are fan fucking tastic. And it's just making it all super worth it. So fucking funny. I really feel like the show is at its best that it's been right now. That's exciting. I, I hate his character. No. I love it. I know. Just keep going, though. It's keep perfect. going, yeah. That's um, all right. And other things I watched this week, I also hmm. watched. We watched Gemini Man. Oh, and I haven't uh, been on the show. I don't oh, know if yeah. you ever talked about it. Like, I believe we did, did, but no, okay, no, feel cool. free to bring me your perspective. Uh, I thought Gemini Man was a lot more fun than I expected it mm-hmm. to be. Uh, the more motorcycle fight scene that or chase scene. That we watched uh, a little, a little yeah. bit a couple weeks ago on Streamcast um, is actually a motorcycle fight scene that lasts like five minutes oh, of God. young Will Smith on the motorcycle fighting old Will Smith in various vehicles and states of just being, and it's fucking rad as hell. <laughs> where they so just cool. commit to how stupid it, it is, where it's like he's doing wheelies and using the motorcycle like a transformer. It's fucking awesome, and every time the movie's doing that. It's great. Anytime the movie's doing pretty much anything else, it's weird. Like the character dynamics between uh, Ramona Flowers and Will Smith. It's like, all right, are yeah. you in love? Sure. Are you in love with the young one or the old one or neither? I don't. I'm not really sure. Right. That shit's really fucking weird. The high frame rate was fantastic. So good. I don't know what we need to do to get a Mission Impossible movie shot that way, but I will suck that dick. Like it needs <laughs> to fucking Christ, happen. Yeah. Like. I want to see that in a in a good action movie because I feel like that would really change the the format and and make it something really special. Because uh, this was was cool and fine, but last I heard, it's gonna lose the 75 company million. seventy five million dollars. <laughs> Whoops! It's it's sad because yeah. it's just one of those things where like I mean Will Smith should still be a bankable star, but this was just a really weird project. And it's is it, it Ang Lee? Is that who directed mm-hmm. it? Yeah, great director. Is he? Is he? Yeah, I mean, is he? Dude directed the whole, like the 2003 Hulk movie. Yeah, I don't uh, know, man. But he also did Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, right? Uh, that sounds let me, wrong. Let me look that up. I thought that was Angley. Is that true? He He's directed good stuff. I don't know what. Yeah, uh, I'm not an Angley fan. I'm uh, put a print, uh, yeah, he did Crouching Tiger, yeah. Hidden Dragon, which was a fucking phenomenal, great movie. action movie. This is a great movie all around. He also did Life of Pi. All right. And Life I mean, of Pi, right. which got nominated, which yeah. I'm not but a huge fan of. But also closed down the, the effects house that um, made it. Oh, but so that's the thing. is like hard. this guy cares about effects, cares about yeah. like doing something and different. And it shows. And cool. That certainly and shows. And it totally yeah. shows. The high frame rate stuff, the movie was designed around that. And in the moments that utilize it, I think that it's fantastic. You it's a, it's an interesting Most concept. And like, so I, have, I have a guttural reaction to that because I'm like, oh, you're destroying the fucking narrative fabric of cinema because it's 24 frames a second. And I had the same reaction when uh, uh, Weta, uh, what's the, uh, for the Hobbit movies where they decided to film it and, and project it. But 45 was not enough, Nick. Yeah, 48. 120 is awesome. It's, it's just, it's interesting. It, it feels it weird. When, when the movie starts, the motion feels weird. And you're like, oh, this is a little offset, like off-putting. But as soon as the action kicks in, it, like for me, I was really like, oh, I like this. Yeah. My, 
my only um, my only problem with that is that it just reminds me it, it triggers me because every time I go to a certain family member's house, they refuse to turn off True Motion on their just, TV. Just go there and set it off, turn it it's off. It's not that though, it. and, and that's the is thing is like, I feel like people no, are so. Like, Matt did it once, and I went. I was like, "Give me a remote," and he has. He's like, "I don't know what the fuck you're doing. He yeah. can't see anymore." I forgot to Doesn't hit matter. him up for his birthday last week. Oh wow, it's a bad oh, friend. Did you too? No, oh I God. called him, but I have a friend that's right after, and I'm like, I set a fucking reminder, and it didn't Damn. pop up on my phone. Damn, ah. I feel like people are so quick to compare it to True Motion or to The Hobbit, and it's not that. It, yeah. This is something that's designed I, for I this movie. I think that like there are certain moments, like in the beginning, when they're, it's they're not really in a certain train. moments. It's just when they're they're moments in the movie that aren't designed around it. That's right. when it really when it feels doesn't look weird. Right. And like I think it's gonna feel weird. Like and especially it start it like I wish they had started with like a heavy action scene, not like a. Calm Cerebral action scene. action yeah. scene, yeah. Um, if, it, if it's playing in one of the 14 theaters in America close <laughs> to you that's actually playing it in high uh, frame rate, yeah. I'd watch it. It's a, such a unique experience unlike anything I've ever seen before, and it was worth the price of admission just for that. Because the movie's fine. It's not horrible. It's not bad. It's just, it's again, better than I thought it was going to be based off the trailers. There's some cool parts, twists that happen that, like, you. it's not that you don't see them coming, but when they happen, you're like, all right, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Alrighty, I also watched Living With Yourself, the Paul oh. Rudd Netflix show. Man, yeah. that shit looks fucking boring and depressing. It's really depressing. <laughs> it's like I wanted it to be fun and like the there was a like the you were talking about it, like when you go to it on Netflix and it auto plays the trailer, you get the tone of like that it's gonna be where it's like That's gonna be dark. This is gonna be dark and uh. not not as fun as you want it to be. Because the first trailer exactly made it look fun. It yeah. And that's sad. Yeah. That, like I wanna see Two Paul Rudds being fun. I don't want to see two Paul Rudds being sad. I don't want one Paul sad, uh, sad Paul Rudd. I don't know. I don't know that I would recommend the show, but like when the second season comes out, I'm gonna watch at least the first three episodes and see where they're going with it. Four uh, Paul Rudds. I also watched Double uh, Fun Exponential. Yeah, it's just everything. It's multiplicity. It sounds again. fucking like peak my interest. Yeah. Sad shit with Paul Rudd. All right, I'm fucking in. Uh, I also watched Dion Cole's comedy special last night. It's funny. No. Yeah. He, if you like the alcohol, he's got a very specific style, but his delivery is fucking unbelievably good. So I recommend it. And one last thing I watched was Alita Battle Angel. Again. Yeah, I know. I, did, I, I actually really. I loved it. I, the re- first time. I really enjoy it. I've seen it multiple times I now. See, I saw the conversation between you and Paula happen of deciding to watch Alita again yesterday. I was just like, why? Why? <laughs> Why? It's great, man. Yeah, You've I been like haters since day one, and but we've he, been like, let's fucking go. And we were right. We were it's right. Not, were you right? Great. I, Lead of Battle Angel is not great. I it's think it's a cool anime. Entertaining movie. movie. Yeah. But it's not great. I mean, it's one not thing bad. I, one thing I like about it is that like, it throws you deep into that world where it's not necessarily explaining stuff, and it does it in like, a fun way where it's like, I'm not asking a ton of questions. I get where the world is at. And I, I think that, like, other movies kind of, like, that, that are like, based off of mangas and stuff, they, like, try to set things up more. Mm-hmm. This one kind of is just like, hey, this is the world. Uh, these people hunt this. And, like, nope, yep, you're in it. It's a little too young adult for me. That's mm. my only thing with it. And it's, it's a lot of elements that you can tell. You're like, okay, if we all sat down together and we wanted to write a young adult, like, sci-fi romance movie, we would just cobble together all of these ideas from all these other movies. Like, it's borrowing from so much shit. But it's, I'll tell you one thing, I will say, 
I was entertained from start to finish. And I did not think I was going to. Because I was like, I thought this is going to be too much. The, the character watching it, that was my big uh, concern was, am I going to be able to believe this character throughout the whole thing? And they fucking did a fantastic job the, with that the effect. The effects on it are fun. Like, it's the best skin textures I've ever seen. Could have done without the roller skating stuff. What? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Different people. We are. We are. And I understand his hatred for speed racer. I feel like those are kind of connected. And also pod racing. Nick just hates sports and movies. Um, He likes. Doesn't matter. Wait, wait. The real reason I'm bringing this up is because I bought a Hue Sync box, which is like, um, it's a, a little box where you can plug in up to four HDMIs. And then you plug it to your TV, and everything that comes through it will sync with the Hue lights that you have in your house. So I have lights behind my TV, and uh, anything that's, uh, like, if there's an explosion, all the lights, like, will change behind it. And it's a really cool effect, and that's the whole reason I, like, watched this movie again. Because, like, I wanted to see how, how it works. It works well. How much does that drive both your cat and Paula crazy? They, they don't no, it looks, it. It, it looks great. It's, yeah, it's one of those things that's, like, it's... Weirdly subtle because you're paying attention to the middle yeah, of the just, TV. It's just adding to it. So it's, it's not like adding, crazy yeah. effects and stuff. I just like imagine with cat, like Paula walks in and it looks like a fucking battlefield. Also, happening. It's, it's, we're watching Saving Private Ryan tonight. <laughs> the cat's on the fucking ceiling, like, get me out of here. Somebody kill me. <laughs> no, it's really cool. I think that there's like updates that need to happen because uh, w- they brought this out for just the PC and you could tweak like the delay on it. And I think that there is an issue where the delay is. There's a little bit of a delay, and like it's just like a fraction of a second behind where it should be. But like I'm sure they'll fix that with the updates. So it's not there yet, but it's still like I, I really enjoy it. Really cool. enjoy it, yeah. All right, now it's time for the news. New, news, 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 Black Adam. Does he have a theme song? I could do that. He's Black so. Adam, and he's coming back, back from where, back from the dead of headlines for a long time. But here he is again because DC movies can't ever just fucking die forever. Not as good as Andy, but really good. Black Adam production will begin in July 2020, according to The Rock. So he just tweeted out that it's it's happening still. I don't necessarily believe it. Nah, dude. <laughs> Th- that's how news happens. Yeah. When The Rock posts something on his Instagram or Twitter, that's when it's like, all right, shit. Things are to be real. fair, I feel like everything this motherfucker he's came out about, yeah. was like, "Yo, I'm making a Jungle Cruise movie," and we're like, "No, you're not." And here we are. <laughs> he's making a Jungle Cruise movie. Yeah, I I can't believe that like this movie was announced in 2007, or that he was announced to be Black Adam in 2007, and we've had so many times where it's gone like, eh, "It's not happening." Like, you know, they they've never said it's not happening, but it's gone totally dead in silence. And all right, it's been ten years, over ten years, and. He's 2007 wasn't real, though. 2007 was the, like, hey, there's talks and whatever, but there, that movie was never actually going to mm. fucking happen. It, I would say it's 2014 when they did the whole DC Slate announcement during that random... It was at E3. It wasn't at E3. It was during E3. You and they're like, just like, here's dates for the next seven years of DC movies. And then, you know, a lot has changed, but they hit a lot of them. Yeah. There's no Flash movie. No Flash. Yeah. Did they say Cyborg? Poor actor mm-hmm. from Cyborg is like, it's still happening all the time. Yeah. Like, uh. Yeah. And this is an interesting one to, to follow. Like, I, I like The Rock, and I'd like to see him as, like, this, like, it'd be cool if this movie takes place, like, before his fall. I don't know that it will. Mm-hmm. Will this be a sequel to Shazam or a you prequel? You gotta imagine. You don't think it'll be a prequel? Because, like, no. I think it'd be cool to see him turn into Black Adam. Yeah. No, uh, I think it'll be a sequel. What would you prefer, though? 
I'd be fine with the sequel just to get them together. Uh-huh. That'd be cool. That'd yeah. be fun. I think The Rock as a bad guy would be great. I, that's the thing. I, I want to see him as a bad great. guy. I don't yeah. think we need... The, the one thing I don't want to see is I don't want to see a bad guy that they try... I don't want to see any more movies from DC where bad guys are good people or vice versa. Mm-hmm. They turn into bad guys. The Rock needs to just... He's never... He, he doesn't ever play this character. Just go in fucking deep like Schwarzenegger did with the Terminator and fucking be a badass bad guy. Scorpion King. I think that'd be really cool. No? God, that movie is awful. No? Scorpion King? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's pretty bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, honestly, Which jokes is, aside, be super fun. I'll be surprised if this movie really does happen. But I mean, Birds of Prey is happening. God. Birds of Prey is happening. You mean the in emancipation? Three of- months. <laughs> How? Not only is that happening, but Gun's still working on Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, that Another I understand. That, yeah, with, with, ugh, man. DC, what an interesting. And don't forget the Matt Reeves Batman is still heating up. Man, they're yeah. looking, they're casting people left and right for that thing. Jonah Hill came in, left, whatever. He's out, yeah. That, but that's also like I have I have more faith in that because that seems so far removed from the rest of the DC EU. I mean, know? it seems like they're actually trying to cast thoughtful like actors with this and maybe craft some sort of story. Yeah. Don't be silly. <laughs> don't be silly. We haven't gotten that since Christopher Nolan. Moving on to our next news story, China. Cancels release of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood over the Bruce Lee scene. Now, the over the Bruce Lee scene hasn't been confirmed by them, but uh, that's what people are speculating. His the Bruce Lee's daughter like made a plea to them to get like be like, hey, this is gonna hurt his image, and they have canceled it. They canceled it like less than a week ago. It was supposed to come out tomorrow in China, and it doesn't look like it's coming out. Ah. It will be re released in the United States tomorrow with ten extra minutes. So if anyone wants to go watch and support it, you can. Did you hear what's happening in the 10 minutes? No. Did you? Yeah, there's tattoos in between uh, Brad Pitt's abs that just say Free Hong Kong over and okay. over and All over. Right. Does he yeah, kneel at any point? I think this is atrocious. And this is a very, very scary, dangerous thing. Yeah. Because China's such a big market. They can now dictate what people, what they do and what we put and don't put in films. And, uh, I mean, it's not like yeah. that hasn't always been the case because it always has. There's always been a financier that's like, don't do this, do this. But this is atrocious. And it's a fictitious what-if scenario featuring Bruce Lee for five minutes where he loses a fight. He and doesn't not even, even lose. He doesn't even lose that he badly, dies. by the way. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, that's absurd. And first off, I love Bruce Lee more than anyone else. And obviously, like, I'm, <laughs> I am. I mean, Bruce Lee was very inspirational to me. Yeah. I used to watch End of the Dragon over and over again. Sure. I watched his the life story. Boxing, I the movie was... they did with, uh, with Brandon Lee, who was like, it blew my mind when they weren't connected, but different spellings of the last name. Like, I loved Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Is that I love not his all son, Brandon Lee? No. Uh, I'm sorry, not Brandon Lee. Jason Scott Lee. Got it. Was the okay. one. Got Brandon it. Lee was awesome, and that was sad yeah. what happened to him as yes, well. Yes, very Crow. tragic. But I love Bruce Lee. But a lot of Bruce Lee is the made-up character of Bruce Lee. And so the fact that we see him as not the end-all, be-all badass of all time, like, spoilers, he wasn't that badass of a motherfucker. He didn't fight that much. He never actually had that many actual competitive fights. So we don't know what he would have done against the guy twice his size that knows how to fight. Spoilers, he probably got his ass kicked because we know that now. So, like, it's absurd that people that were selling this, this, this notion of Bruce Lee, like, he's lovely. He, what he did for the sport of martial arts is amazing, and he is a legend. You can we will never take that away from him. But like it's like when The Rock and Vin Diesel can't beat each other anymore, and like they have those things in their contracts that they can't beat each other. It's like you're not doing yourself any good by not being vulnerable. Every right, once right, in a right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like that's just not realistic, and people don't buy that shit anymore. This is absurd. Yeah, and it's it's too bad because like China's market is really big, and like this is definitely gonna hurt its bottom line. Last I heard, they were working on a re-edit, actually taking that part out. 
which is kind of a bummer. And it's a bummer we'll see because how that all goes. it actually builds to why he's able to fight. Like if you can right. beat Bruce Lee, yeah, it's kind yeah, of believable yeah. that you could do what happens yeah. at the end. But like also, it's an absurdist movie. Yeah, none of this is yeah. real. By the way, it didn't end that way in real life. No, it didn't. Everyone at all. fucking died. <laughs> Horrible deaths. Yeah. So, I don't know, but whatever. China's paying for everything, so they get to dictate what they want. Uh, next news story: Cowboy Bebop production halted after John Cho injured on set. Won't won't resume for seven to nine months. Oh. That's that's a that's bummer. a lot of time. Yeah, it's yeah. a real bummer. John Cho's injury is uh, serious enough to require surgery back in L.A. And afterwards, he'll be he'll need extensive rehabilitation mm. in order to properly walk again without injuring himself Holy any shit. further. Jesus. Production will resume whenever John Cho is fully recovered. Production was halted because it's now no wait wait sorry. John Cho sustained a knee injury in a freak accident that happened on the last take of a routine, well-rehearsed scene. Damn. So it's just one of those unfortunate things. I wonder um, what I wonder which scene it was. If they're like re- redoing like all of these episodes, like I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. That's the thing. I haven't watched uh, Cowboy Bebop ever. Or wait, yeah. Um, and I, we're gonna have to wait a lot longer. It sounds like yeah. to actually watch it. Just I watch mean, the original cut. I know, but it's just one of those things. Like I kind of want to watch no. the remake and then Don't the original. Because no, like no, I want to have nothing to compare it to. I think, I think Cowboy Bebop's on Amazon Prime right now. Yeah, it's on. Uh, yeah, it's, it's on it's Hulu. Hulu. Uh, I think it's also maybe on Netflix. It's, yeah, I feel like it's on a bunch of places. And it's a se- Kevin. It's a season. Yeah, it's not that it's long. No, I know. And I, I know. They did a movie too, right? Didn't they do that? Uh, yeah, but I, I, I don't remember if I've ever watched it because I feel like the movie wasn't well received. Kevin, they got a corgi. I yeah, it, it's just a I, I want to because like everything that has been turned any, any um what are the the uh, like yeah like Death Note I watched the anime long before I watched the movie yeah. and like this is one of those opportunities where I could watch it in reverse and I just kind of want to see what I would get out of. The, the show on Netflix. I think you're going to do yourself a disservice because I think you're going to watch the movie and go, that was okay. And then you're going to watch the show and be like, that wasn't the movie. And you're going to be like, ugh. Because mm-hmm. the movie's it's dated at this point. The anime series was what, from like the mid-90s? Mm-hmm. So I think you should watch the anime. It's also just so fucking stylized. Yeah. And yeah. jazzy and cool. Uh, yeah, it's cool, man. And there's just this cool group of rogue space people doing space shit, mercenary missions. It's cool. And, they got and it's very existential. It is. Were, are you, you bummed out at all that you're going to have to wait longer for this? No, or no? no. I mean, I... It's fine. They'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah. I'm bummed. Yeah. I wanted to see the live action one. I, I feel like this is one that have has a chance the, to be good. Have you seen the anime? I have. Not the biggest fan. Mm-hmm. It's cool, but I feel like it's one of those ones that get, that and Samurai Champloo, I think, get a little. I love that. I, anime, I, yeah. It's, when you boil it down, I feel like the elements that people like about it are that it's cool. Yeah. More than Absolutely. it being actually yeah. narratively strong. But Oof. that's just my opinion. What's that's the style take. of music they use yeah. in. Uh, Again, I like it. I just think that I, it reminds me a lot of like Hot Topic, of people like the, buying Cowboy Bebop shirts at Hot Topic, where it's like it's the cool anime. I don't you know think what I've I mean? Ever seen a Cowboy Bebop shirt? In, uh, Hot Have you been to a Hot he Topic? Goes to Hot Topic a lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> that Mandalorian shirt I wore the other day from Hot Topic. Between wow, that and, and Uniqlo, Barrett has his fucking finger on the pulse of what the kids like these yeah. days. Yeah. Um, yeah, but again, I, again, I'm, I'm not sitting here saying it's like the best anime series ever, but I just remember really liking it a lot the first time. It's, I and it. it is dope. Like, it, and to me, it reminds me a lot of um, what was the Joss Whedon show with the spaceship. Firefly. Firefly. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of that kind of dynamic yeah. where it's like, oh, these are interesting characters. Firefly, are- I feel like, is one of these shows where it's like, it's a lot, like, it's cool, and that's why it gets a lot of credit. Like, I feel like the story is really, like, weird. Like, it's it's not a good story, it's, you know, because it's one season, right? 
And then it just for and, Firefly. Yeah, and then they do a movie. They kind of retcon some stuff yeah. in the show. They did Serenity, which actually yeah. was a cool movie. Well, it was a cool movie. Yeah. It, it had cool moments. I don't know if I liked everything about it. Better than but I thought it was. With be. that though, okay, like Samurai Champloo, yeah. it's like what twenty five episodes. Yeah, I think that maybe six of those episodes have story elements. Sure. And There's the, the rest is just kind of like the filler. Yeah. And like the filler, the filler builds too. relationships. Yeah. Sure, but I feel like even those feel rushed. Once mm. we get to the story beats, you're like. Oh, now, now we're going to talk about how those characters actually are, as opposed to just like seeing them kind of do things. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Moving on to some Fast and the Furious news. They have brought on Cardi B into the family. Great. You excited about that? She's not going to be in the family. She's she's going to be like Rita Ora, or she, hey, you think they so? always have the cameo rapper girls. We had another one or of those. Iggy. We had another one of those moments where uh, what Vin Diesel like tweeted out or Instagrammed. Uh, a long day of production, and Cardi B in the background being like, "Yeah, it was fun," you know. Yeah. Gotta love Cardi yeah. B. I, I, I'll, I, I don't. Uh, I'm not terribly familiar with Cardi B. Truth be told, like I'm sure I've heard the music and all that stuff. I know everyone has a huge. She's super popular right now, but I've heard interviews she that she's her given on stuff. People. Does she? Yeah, when she gets in fights, it's great. I, heard, I, 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 I saw like a quote from an interview she gave for because uh, I guess she's in the movie Hustlers. Yes. Where they were like very short. They were like, short. "Did you like doing the movie?" She's like, "No, it was really long." And they're like, "Would you do another one?" She's like, "Nah." Actually, you know what? For what they paid me, yeah, I'd do another one. And I was like, <laughs> I respect her. that. Dude, she was she that. was in it for like three scenes. Yeah. She was like, whatever. Yeah. It's kind of boring <laughs> to, to make movies. I was like, yeah. good for you. Good for yeah. you, Cardi B. Uh, also, like a non-news story. the the um, Chris Morgan, the writer of six of the Fast and Furious movies, uh, met with Keanu Reeves. Hell They're yeah. trying to get Keanu Reeves on, the, on one of the next ones. Good. They so, should. Yep, they really should. He should be the bad guy in the next one. There or was, it should be tied in. into the John Wick universe. I'm in for any of this. That would be amazing. Get Keanu in everything, specifically Fast and Furious. I want this to happen. Right. Uh, more Instagram Vin Diesel stories that we've missed over the last couple of weeks include John Cena's reveal. Like, right. We knew he was going to be in the movie, but like actually seeing him on set with Vin, it's a little special something. It you know sure I mean? is. Yeah, and it's just um, Keanu Reeves apparently was also in talks and being in Hobbs and Shaw. But, like, it didn't happen, clearly. But also, like, there was a mysterious bad guy at the end that we didn't see. Could it be Great. Keanu Reeves? I can only hope. God. It doesn't Keanu matter. Keanu Reeves, Ryan matter. Reynolds, uh, Kevin Hart, and, God, Statham, and uh, Rock. The Rock. Like, <laughs> woo! You know? I think that would be a lot of fun. I can be totally behind that. It's a lot of, it's a lot of yeah. man meat. Jesus. Yeah. All right, now let's talk about Disney Plus a little bit. Sure. Hocus Pocus 2. Sounds like it's in development, and I'm extremely excited because mm. I love Hocus Pocus 1. Is it a scary movie? No. Is it a great Halloween movie? Yes. 100%. It really is. Uh, taught me the word virgin. Cool. I think it taught me the word virgin, too. It taught a whole generation yeah. the word virgin. Uh, very, very little news in this. D'Angelo, no, Jen D'Angelo, who served as the writer and co-producer of Workaholics, has been hired to write the script Good. for Hocus Pocus 2, which is in works at Disney+. Plus. Super excited. I hope they can do something fun. There's also rumors that they're going to bring the three witches back. Which doesn't make any sense, you know what I mean? They killed them off real good. They're witches, bro. Yeah. It's magic. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, I believe yeah. they understand what they have here. They know that they can't fuck this up, and I think that it's going to be a, a smarter sequel mm. than just a cash-in. Uh, and then uh, my next Disney Plus news story is kind of just a little update for people that have Verizon. Verizon customers will get Disney Plus free for one year. Uh, so di- what this means... Is Disney Plus is going to have a nine million leg up subscription? Jesus Christ! 
That's insane cool. when you yeah. think I'm about a Verizon it that guy. Way, right? Yeah. Get people yeah, hooked there you go. that, you that year. Up. You get that one year, boom. You're going to want to resubscribe next year. Uh, the bigger thing with this news, Kev, is that it adds on to if people already bought the three-year deal, you can somehow add this so you have four years. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. They also There was also a post on Reddit where they brought out a lot more content, right? Yeah. So this wasn't a post on Reddit. I found this post on Reddit. That's not where they announced it. But uh, th- that day that they did the whole um, releasing every single thing that's going to be day one, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that is also going to be day one that they didn't announce then that they just figured all out. Um, it's cool stuff, though, including like a bunch of the shorts, starting with Steamboat Willie all the way through the Pixar shorts oh, awesome. and more modern things. And the classic um, Home Alone 3. So we have Home Alone <laughs> well, have Home, Alone, Home Alone 3. Home Alone 2 is missing, which no. is weird. But I think that that's like we've seen a lot. Some uh-huh. weird There's already deals, deals going on. Disney's Doug TV series which is now there. Which before they were only talking about the movie, I believe. So that's, Yeah, exactly. That's cool. so, Jack Jack Attack, hell yeah. Bunch, bunch of cool stuff. This just kind of shows the direction that they're going. Of like They are, I think... Little by little, trying to like take down verticals of, of everything. More Disney Plus stuff that's not fun news that has been making the rounds. Mm-hmm. We've known this for a while, but now it's a bit more of a reality. The, uh, the deals with a lot of the Marvel movies are weird. So you know how right now there's a set of the modern Marvel movies from like 2016 to 2019 that are on like rotating on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Once they leave Netflix, they can come to Disney Plus. There's a weird thing in that contract that they're going to return to Netflix after a couple years for a couple years. There was a story that I didn't include here that um, was basically like you're going to be able to download stuff. And once it leaves Disney Plus, if you have it downloaded, you still have it, which is really, really cool. Those two news stories were together. Yeah. So the idea would be once they come, just fucking download. Then you'll Mm -hmm. have it. Interesting. All right. Now it's time to talk about some Star Wars news. Tickets went up on sale, and boy, did they break records. Man, I tell you, I had a a heck of a time getting Tim to get me one of those things. (laughs) It was a lot harder. It was a lot harder because it happened at, like, a reasonable hour where it was, like, 5 o'clock at, like, in the middle of the day. Yeah. Pacific time. And it was just like, man, getting the tickets we wanted... Real, real tough. Yeah, Good for them. Four forty-five yeah. to be exact is like one because we were we were all on standby. Tim, me, Joey. I was getting tickets for Cleveland, but then I decided to help out the San Francisco uh, kids over here. Please tell me you just have a friend named Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There you go, Nick. Yeah. Uh, I was like, yeah. how have I not met this guy before? <laughs> in the first forty-five or in the first hour, it was forty-five percent over End Games Fucking ticket a. sales, Fucking which is a. insane. That's awesome. Yeah. And like, I wonder what the next one to, to break these sort of numbers will be when the next movie. I mean, the, the thing there, though, is like, whatever. These records don't mean fucking shit because it's like, it's all, you get so specific with the wording of it broke the sales of the, in one hour compared the, to... It was the top Wednesday night at seven o'clock sales and t- it's like, ticket right, sales cool. thing. Because like, if I'm understanding that correctly mm. from what I've seen, it is uh, Star Wars 9 outsold, outpaced Endgame's first hour of sales. Mm-hmm. Great. So 5 p.m. versus 5 a.m. Sure. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ultimately, the only one that matters is what is the end all. Be leading up to what are the pre-sale yeah. tickets goals. And I don't see this beating. I don't see Star Wars beating Endgame in any shape of matter. You think across so? the board, yeah. I don't think so, man. Unless, it's, definitely not gonna, it's definitely not going to beat it not overall. Not overall, but just like as pre-sales. Just because I, I feel like the, so, the, the more we move forward, the more people understand to like pre-order tickets and like the importance of it. Yeah, pre-order, sure, but like yeah. whatever. Like I, I just think that at the end of the day, I'm going to be surprised if episode nine, nine beats out 
any record that Endgame has. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think it will. No, yeah, I just not. feel like there's. I mean, and and Star Wars is such a. Uh, a polarizing subject for so many people. I don't and think Endgame so. was. I just. I just feel like it's not that important for people to rush out and see it. General public. I think Endgame was a much bigger like cultural event that happened, and I think it, it came in with such positivity. That's why that that helped propel it to like the number one spot. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's not a single person that's not gonna watch this movie as soon as they can that has ever been interested in Star Wars. I think there's a lot of people that aren't. I think there's a lot of people that are gonna wait for it. I just don't think there's that, that ton of people that need to if, rush out and see it. If we weren't able to have gotten you a ticket, would you gone to see it that weekend? Yeah, I would have probably just found a showing that weekend that worked. I, didn't, I don't need to see this date, like night one. Uh, aside from that, if we didn't have to make content about it, I wouldn't sure, have to see it night sure, one. Of course. I would have waited till like a Saturday afternoon and gone to see it probably. It. Uh, they also announced that it is gonna be the longest Star Wars movie. Period. They need to. They got to yeah. make two and one on this one. Well, they got to. They got to close out a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting though, because like you go back and you watch. We'll obviously talk about the, tra- the last trailer that dropped, but man, it's all coming to an end. Mm. This is great. Yeah. 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 Um. All right. Now it's time for some ads. Our first ad is HoneyBook. If you run your own business, you're used to doing it all. But if you're struggling to get through your to-do list, HoneyBook can help. When you start your business, did you dream about all those admin tasks like drafting proposals and contracts and tracking down payments? If that wasn't part of your dream, you need HoneyBook. And I tell you, watching Nick handle all these things in the last like four years has been interesting because it is a lot of stuff and having a management tool that would made life a lot easier for him honeybook is an online business management tool that organizes your clients communication books bookings and contracts and invoices all in one place honeybook makes it simple to run your business better professional templates uh, e-signatures and built-in automation keeps everything on track and makes you look good. They can even consolidate services you already use like QuickBooks, Google Suite, Excel, MailChimp, or Gmail. It's the number one choice for clients and business management for freelance and business owners. Save time and do more of what you love with HoneyBook. And right now... HoneyBook is offering our listeners 50% off when you visit HoneyBook.com slash morning. Payment is flexible, and this promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. Get HoneyBook.com or go to HoneyBook.com slash morning for 50% off your first year. That's HoneyBook.com slash morning. Our next ad is Upstart, as most of you of us have found out the hard way. Getting into debt is easy. Getting out? Real hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates uh, to help you pay off high-interest credit card debt. When Greg Miller was a young man, he finally got his dream job at IGN and needed to move to San Francisco. Well, that's really expensive, but he had to make it happen, so he took out loans and since he really hadn't developed credit at this point, uh, his interest rate was terrible. If only he had used Upstart, which goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate, which means they would have looked at 
uh, Greg's BA in journalism and probably given him a much lower rate. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes. The best part, once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. If you plan correctly, that could be the next day. Over 300,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash morning to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash morning. Finally, our last ad is Hymns. You've heard us talking about hymns and how they're helping guys look their best. If you haven't, it's time to see what they're all about. 66% of men start to lose their hair by age 35. Once you've noticed thinning hair, it can be too late. For some people, it's younger than that. You know, Andy has been on top of that for a little while. Smart kid. Is that hairline slowly starting to move backwards? Any bald spots yet? Because once they're there, it's too late. The best way to prevent more hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some. It's time to get a handle on those precious locks. Uh, Do you want a bald spot to pop up or your hairline to recede? Or do you want to do something about it first? Why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing when they can turn to medicine and science? 4HIMS is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. Prescription solutions backed by science. Hims was, Hims was created by a guy who knows some men's health conversations are easier online than in person. No awkward in-person doctor visits or long pharmacy lines. For hims connects you uh, to real doctors online, which would save you hours. Completely confident and discreet, unless you're Nick and Andy, and then we talk about it all the time. But I have seen Nick do one of these at the airport, just on his phone, taking pictures of his hair, and everything goes through smoothly, and he doesn't have to waste time going to an actual doctor. Uh, Answer a few questions. A doctor will review, and if they determine it is right for you, can prescribe you medication to treat your hair loss that is shipped directly to your door. Our listeners can get started with HIMSS Complete Hair Kit for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last, and subject to doctor's approval. See the website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy somewhere else. Go to forhims.com slash KFMS. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash KFMS. Forhims.com slash KFMS. Go check those ads out. Hey Kevin, man, can you tag up on here real quick? Yeah, what's up, dude? What you got? Appreciate you letting me get a little time on it. Um my favorite show, The Hundred. Just announced they're for sure going to do a prequel series. So let's get it. 99? All right. <laughs> he didn't like that. He didn't like that yeah. one, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Tim got got in that situation. Now it's time to talk about some, uh, some trailers. Did someone fart? <laughs> that was me. 
close the door. Mm, okay. Do you want me to? No, it's a smell. I always got one in the fucking in the hopper. Yeah. All right. Let the first trailer that we're talking about. Silicon Valley I season six. I fucking love it. Yeah, you I in? I love it. Yes. This is last season. They lost me a little bit there, um, but then they got me back at the end of last season. And now with the trailers and the promotional stuff they put out for this, I'm like, let's go, man. Let's go. Burn I mean, it all down. Yeah. I'm yeah. happy it's ending. But I, I it, it was about season four that I was like, all right, I'm over the story, but I never was over the jokes. Like Comedy the writing is, is so good, and I I really feel like they. Understood what they were doing. The problem was they hit a point where a whole season got condensed into every episode. Yeah. yeah. Time after time after time. And this one looks it like it might be going back to the season telling one final story. And I'm super down for that. I love the seeing the characters like together again. Like a yeah. bunch of different ones that we might not have seen much of. Like Russ being one Russ of them. Right. Who's God, I love so Russ. great. The best. So. Yeah, I mean, Silicon Valley for me is always best when it's a commentary. A meta commentary of what's happening in real life. And mm-hmm. this obviously is... is Fucking with uh, Zuckerberg and the Facebook right. Senate hearings and all that stuff, and then what? And then obviously going into the commentary and satire of like what the internet is, freedom on the internet, all that stuff, um, and and the fact that everything's got a fucking been productized and every right. there's there's ads and every single thing, everything's listening to everyone. There's no privacy left. I think it's great as long as they have the Jared character. I'm in. It is the the thing that makes Seeing me him like, and my wife laugh so fucking much. That actor is he's so, so good. you know what else he's good in. He's the Office. That's right. He's great. In the well, office. I thought you were gonna say um, Spy, which is a Melissa McCarthy movie. He has a little cameo in that. It's great. No, it's I, great did, I didn't see that. But I love that it looks like he's about to break in yeah. this. And I'm like, let's fucking go. I'm interested to see where that character goes because I've always enjoyed his loyalty. Yeah. And how awesome he's just always down. You know, it's it's a little sad that T.J. Miller went fucking crazy and nuclear and couldn't be a part Good of the show anymore because I I miss the Bachman vibe. Yeah. I miss their that foil being there to just kind of like show everyone how ridiculous he is and how they are but now they've got they've stepped up the Jin Yang character and I'm happy with that I know you hate I that character just so much I can't believe like I wish Jin Yang is awesome that, I love, uh, I love that Bachman too. and Jin Yang I wish that both of them only lasted to the second season and then were just gone I can't believe Jin Yang's still a fucking thing with the same one note joke the entire time but he's the meta commentary on China which I love I, I'll China take it coming and, in and, for and, that, and stealing stuff and I'll like yeah. and doing all that stuff I, I just think it's I think the show is just ridiculous. So this and trailer got it, you guys hyped? I hope it goes mm-hmm, the way yeah. of Veep. The Veep season, I know you guys never watched Veep, but the Veep, Veep went like, okay, we're good. We're going to play it safe a little bit. We're going to have some crazy stuff happen. Then when they figured out it was their final season, fucking gloves were off. And it is the most offensively funny show I've ever watched in my life. And I hope they dip into that category a little I, bit. I have to start watching Veep. That's on my you list will of stuff. Yeah. So hard. I Kevin, almost started it this weekend. So hard. It's so fucked up. And if, if, if politics are even five percent close to what Veep does, it's the, we we the world's going to fucking hell in a handbasket. Oh, damn! One of the things I forgot to talk about that I watched is Curve Your Enthusiasm season nine. Oh yeah, I watched half of it. It's it's Curve Your Enthusiasm. It's just as good as like all the other seasons. I gotta I be in a real much. good. I gotta be in a specific mood yeah. for Curb. Like a very this piece specific of shit, mood. Just yeah. be a piece of shit, just, and everyone's just a piece of shit yep. all the time. Yeah. God bless them. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about our next trailer. Bloodshot with Vin Diesel. So uh, I owe Mr. Yasmin 300 an apology because I think he was like he on one of the shows where he was uh, uh, talking in the chat. He was like, Nick, have you seen the trailer for Bloodshot? And I had seen one of the stupid little square things that uh, IGN put up on their Instagram. Where it was just the thing with his face coming off and going back on. I was like, Vin Diesel, why are you trying? You fucking have it. You've made it. You've got Fast and Furious. 
leave well enough alone. Though you've convinced the world you're an actor, good for you. And then I watch this trailer and I'm like, this looks dumb, this looks dumb. It's got Guy Pierce. And then it's just kind of like, and then in the middle there's a twist in the yeah. trailer and I'm like, oh. Yeah, I can get Maybe I just this. ate my words. Maybe I could do that. It's weird that it's Memento. It's just a remake of Memento. Yeah. But I kind of want to watch it. What do you think, Tim? I think that this movie suffers from the exact same thing that Gemini Man does, where I feel like Gemini Man Man would have been a lot better if the twist wasn't in the trailer, but I understand that the twist had to be in the trailer for people to watch it, but maybe not because people still didn't fucking watch it. But with this, I'm not watching this movie. Really? Why would I need to? I just saw it. I saw it in two and a half minutes. They, not He's only is there a twist, we see twists on twists, and, and then we blood. see big reveals, and I'm like, this would be actually pretty fucking cool in movie form. In trailer form, it's really fucking cool. Everyone, go watch this trailer. It's dope as fuck. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I would say not a chance I see this movie in theaters. Yeah, you don't think that? It's, no. I mean, no, it, I mean I, let's, sorry, duh, I'm not seeing it in theaters either. I will watch it on the back of a plane I'm or super on down. Netflix when I'm it comes. Down. I might even rent it. But which is, by the way, the highest esteem I can pay a movie like this. <laughs> I might give you $3.99 through Comcast to watch this. And my wife will go, Ooh, yeah, I'll watch this. And then five minutes in, Dee's just going to get up and walk away. I won't see her Why for two you, hours. Would you rent it through Comcast? Because which if, is, But uh, that's if, the lowest quality. Let me explain it to you. Quality. Uh, oh, great question, Kevin. Thank you for asking that question. Uh, because my wife pays the Comcast bill, and I pay the other bills. Got it. So if I can somehow convince her to get it on that, it's like a free movie. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I think that this movie has so many cool elements. Like, we've been talking a lot about Alita this episode. There's a lot of Alita shit in this. It does. And it's like, yeah. when he starts fighting the, the, guy the enemy, the arm and shit. I'm like, this looks cool as hell. I wish I didn't see it. Like, I wish that this just was a surprise in the movie. I mean, dude, it's a fucking Vin Diesel movie. So I'm going to spoil it for you. There's not going to be any surprises. He's just going to be. But there the were surprises. There were a ton of surprises. Yeah. I th- I, like, there was There's like, about 10 surprises in the in that middle trailer. when you get that big surprise of, like, oh shit, it's all like pre recorded stuff that, like, they just swap a face out. Like, whoa, what a cool concept. Dude, but if they Interesting didn't. Interesting that they just threw. Yeah, if they didn't. If they didn't show you that, I wouldn't would give a fuck about this. Like, but you, but don't, you either. don't either now. Anyway, yeah. and that's the Gemini Man argument. It's like, I just don't fucking believe it. These movies just need to commit to just do one, show one cool thing in the trailer. Get people hooked. And if they're hooked, they're in. And then let them see the movie and be like, guys, you need to fucking see this thing. There's a lot of cool ass shit. Tim, I feel like I would be much more up on Gemini Man if we didn't know this more. Tim, you're things. living in the 90s, bro. This is the 2019s. Do you Great. understand? I do. They got to show the home. At a certain point, we're just going to pay $3 ahead of time. And they're going to show us a 15 minute long trailer. And you won't even have to see the movie anymore. You just that's it. You can just pay a little bit of money, like, cool, I know what happens in Star Wars. I'm good. I don't have to sit there anymore. Yeah, I'm we're go, there I'm gonna go see already. With this and many other trailers. Did anyone watch that one, the the Vin Diesel movie that he did where he was like a fucking vampire hunter or like a bad no. witch hunter? No. Witch hunter. The witch hunter, yeah. No one? Yeah. I feel like this might go the way. No. Yeah. This seems a little bit cooler than that. I love Vin Diesel like, in this seems in, like in three roles. Yeah. One I love him in Fast and Furious. Uh-huh. God bless him. He's Dom. He'll always be Dom. First and foremost. Two, he'll always be Riddick. I stand by the fucking Riddick oh, franchise. Riddick, Riddick's are great Riddick is, Well, is, I don't know. I didn't see the last it's one. It's good. Yeah? Yeah. It's surprisingly good. It's every, pretty much a remake of Pitch, Pitch uh, yeah. Black. But it's well done. And Katie Sackhoff's in it. I love Katie Sackhoff. And three, I really liked him in that movie where he was like the, uh, he took care of the kids. He was like a daddy daycare kid. Fastifier? Fastifier. <laughs> I'm joking about that last yeah, one. Yeah, okay, yeah, good. I, I don't think I ever saw that. Okay. Would have been better if I remembered the movie name, huh? Yeah. 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 Maybe not though. Yeah, no, we, still, we still got there. We still got there we very all, quickly. We all see the poster in our heads. All right, now the last trailer. And this is the big one. Just when I thought. 
I was out. Just when I thought. <laughs> Just when I thought I was out. They pulled me back. And, and that's the thing. Going back to what we were talking about, yeah. about where people are at with Star Wars. Yeah. Like, there's no way this movie doesn't do better than Last Jedi. Oh, it's 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 going to do well. It's going to do well. I think I miss. I, I don't think I represented my, my viewpoint. I think it's still going to do amazingly. I just don't see it coming anywhere close to the cultural phenomenon that was Endgame. Yeah. Like, this is fair. the end of the Skywalker trilogy, but I think that there's... I just trilogy wish... Of trilogies. The trilogy of trilogies. Saga, the, the, the saga, rather. Yeah. I just... There's some part of me that feels like it's that's been tarnished a little bit, and mm-hmm. it's unfortunate because Star Wars just isn't that unbelievably like sacred franchise right. that it used to be. It's still going to do a billion dollars worth mm-hmm. of rev- numbers. It, yeah, I just don't think it's going to. I don't think it's ever going to outpace anything that Endgame does. I think well, your point earlier was But I, you're bringing up the example of how the fan base is split, but I don't even think it's it's that for Star Wars. I think it's because. You know, you just had the, this trilogy to build up this movie, and it wasn't really until this movie where they're like, oh, we're ending the Skywalker saga. I, I think when you put that on it, I, I think the fans are like, oh, I, I guess I'll kind of see this one. But the reason why Endgame did astronomically well is because there are movies back to back to back to back for 10 years straight. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. Like, n- name one Marvel movie that lost money. Yeah, right? exactly. No it. matter how bad they were, yeah. exactly. And, and that's, told, and that's yeah. like and, the and, Star Wars releases have been so segmented and weird, and they've only been going on for the last four years. I mean, yeah, and more than that, though. Years. Like to your point, there's they're not building to an end. They're, yeah. they're calling this the end, yeah. So but it's not making it feel like it's the end. Right. Yeah. Endgame was building to the end, the end of, of what Infinity that was, saga. Right. and right. it's like that feels a lot uh, like an easier pill to swallow because watching. Force Awakens and Last Jedi does not make me feel like we're leading to the end of anything. No, yeah, and not exactly. only that, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't instill confidence that they had this as a grand plan all along. Whereas you see Endgame, and you're like, fucking masterful. Like that was that was just a beautiful, beautiful uh, strategy that you guys executed on perfectly. Like I even wonder, and I'm sure the answer to this is is uh, the opposite of what I'm gonna say. But I wonder if they were gonna call it. The Rise of Skywalker, or what's it, the Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. Call it. Yeah. I wonder if that was either gonna, even going to be the name originally for it, or if they were like, "We got to bring Skywalker back into this." And that, even having that doubt, is like, "Ah, oh, that shouldn't be there." Well. Having said that, fucking a, I cried during this trailer. I watched this trailer like three times when everyone left, and I was just like, "It's a great trailer." When you see the thro- like the 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 Crazy emperor ass. with the throne like floating toward her, I'm like, "Is that going to be a dream? Is that like a vision she's getting, or is he alive?" And then you see the thing coming out of the ocean. I'm like, mm-hmm, "This is going to be cool." There's also yeah. a moment where they cut down like it, it's a quick flash of them cutting something that's black that's falling up like exploding, and like if you pause it, it's like a little pedestal where he has the helmet, the helmet right. on yeah. there, and it's and like if you pause oh. it. You know what else is behind that? Chewie's bandolier and bowcaster are just laying in the back. No way. Mm. No uh, way. No. I'm gonna say this: people are gonna die in this, and I think <laughs> I'm gonna say I think C3PO. C3PO's dead. getting yeah, it, dude. dude it's, but is the but, moment. Are we sure it's, that's not a red herring, though? I, feel I like don't. That's a I don't think moment. it's a red herring. What I think is they have to. Like my theory is they have to hook him up to something, to the and then his consciousness Fal- is yeah. gonna go to the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, and he's yeah. gonna be dead as we know it. Yeah. Like he has to actually take over the machine. I really hope the Millennium Falcon because he's on the. When he says that, it looks like he's on the Millennium Falcon. He's hooked up to it. Remember Remember when they remember when they set that whole idea up in Solo. Same. What, I mean, they, they didn't set that, that up. Anakin they did that to someone in Solo. They did that to that robot in Solo. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm right. just saying. But now, if that's the situation in this one, I don't they set it up for this. They need to kill everyone. Kill everyone. Kill them all. 
This people need to I die. really yeah, I really hope Leia needs entire, to die. The Lando entire, should die. The entire cast dies and at the end it's just R2 D2 just fucking chilling out. Just and the whole, and then he turns around and a fucking Darth Vader mask comes out. He was Vader the whole time. <laughs> we didn't know he because Anakin made him. No, Anakin made him. Jar Jar pops up. Oh, it's just awesome now. Oh, Mooey, Mooey. I get we three won, movies yeah. myself. Dude, here's the thing. For the Force Awakens trailers, all of them, from the teaser to the trailers to the like final trailer, all of it, every single one was pitch perfect. I don't think that with the exception of Endgame, I've ever been that excited for Who are you? something coming out and just like it anytime to this day watching even I've, I've now seen the movie and watching those trailers like makes me feel something. Then the last Jedi trailers came out and all throughout all of them, the only moments that really got me were the Luke being like like the, the Jedi, the Jedi like, have to end, the, the Jedi yeah. need to end and all that stuff. I was like, fuck, that's really cool. But otherwise, those trailers, I feel played it a little safe. And they just didn't hit me the same way. And mm -hmm. we were kind of like, we'd already had Force Awakens, Rogue One, and then that. So it's like Star Wars was back. And last night I just felt like I'm super fucking hyped, but it's just another Star Wars movie. Um, this one I felt that, that way as well with the teaser. This trailer, though, the first half of it still felt that way. It's like, this looks beautiful. I'm in for we, sure. We're getting a lot of establishing It's kind of right? just like normal JJ Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Then you get to the C3PO moment. And it's, they just know what they're doing. They're just like, all right, we're going to turn the feels up to 1,000. Is it cheating? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Do yeah. I give a fuck? It's no. Is that a corny-ass thing to, to happen? And is it weird that C-3PO is calling that group of people his friends? Yes. Whatever. There's a lot of shit. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm in. When that score came in, that is the most epic version of Star Wars music possible. And seeing... From that moment on in this trailer and the groups together and seeing Finn be like, yeah, and then it cuts to Lando and it cuts to all the fucking shit we see, all of the ships together. It's like the celebration, the yeah. like hype, everything that we see in this trailer, it feels like what I remember Return of the Jedi being, mm -hmm. but in real life like that it's it's what's in my head but it's being shown to me yeah fuck yeah Live, reliving a memory it, it's reliving a memory man yeah. and it's like i can't believe that they're nailing that and it, leave it to jj to do that the scale of things too just seems so absurdly huge the amount of ships that we saw in that all, shot behind yeah, the falcon and stuff like all that all together yeah. and it's like oh man the amount of this star destroyers we yeah. see yeah dude the the shot like not only is it scale on uh the, the large side on the small side too i love seeing we're, we're getting tons of star destroyers where are they coming from the fucking water, water? what the hell's yeah. going on the tie fighters flying in all oh, that's cool but on top of that we have all the good guys coming in and all their different ships that's going to be fucking rad. But then we get all of them on a Star Destroyer on these running. fucking like horse horse like, like alien yeah. things. What are the hell? Looking things. Just running on a Star Destroyer? Why? How? It's Which, fucking cool. To me, though, kind of <laughs> fucked with me just perspective-wise where it's like they look really big for like the part of the Star Destroyer that they're running on. I don't know. Uh, there, know. There's another shot later on where you see it's like. Obviously, the same scene, uh -huh. but they're a little farther away, and you see the other Star Destroyers come up. Yeah. They are fucking tiny. Here, yeah. thing, here's my here's cool. my one critique with this trailer. Okay. Sorry, Barrett, to cut you off. No, you're good. How come everyone gets to change costumes but Ray? Did they not give? Does she only have one thing that she wants to wear? Because Poe Dameron looks like fucking Nathan Drake from Uncharted, and I'm all in with the cool yeah. gloves and like shit like that. Yeah. She's still in that weird white outfit. Maybe she What's just likes that. that. That's what she likes, I mean, man. Yeah. Everyone got to change outfits, and the original one, these people only have one piece. It's space clothes. That's it. They watch and themselves. She doesn't feel like she needs to change. It's weird. I'm stoked for this movie. I'm upset that we're not watching it in Dolby. To you know, it's seven o'clock. Yeah, Dolby ten forty five. Think I'm gonna wait. Are you really? You're I can't insane. do that. I can't. I want to watch it in Dolby, guys. It's only one way to watch it, the right way. 
Okay. No, I, I can't wait. Like, I legitimately, like, there's no way I can live with without knowing what what happens in this story. For three more hours. Yeah, um, that's it. That's a big difference for me. The only uh, the only thing I want to talk about uh, from the trailer, there's yeah. the shot in the second half of the trailer, there's a shot of Finn on kind of like the weird part of the Death Star that it seems that Rey and Kylo Ren were fighting on. And there's uh, it kind of harkens back to a moment from Force Awakens where he's running out, up and yelling Rey. And uh, someone pointed out on Twitter, I think, it was like, this is going to be kind of a mirror to that scene from Force Awakens where she is being taken away by Kylo Ren and he yells Ray, but this time when he yells it, she's going with him willingly. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I'm so fucking in right now. Yeah. I'm very excited for this I have movie. so many worries about this movie as a whole, just being able to tie everything together and, like, they're really putting a lot on this ending the saga and it's like, again, the movies have yeah. not built that up. Palpatine's back. They they better have a damn good explanation. I know. Yeah, like I am I am back the whole time. I'm excited so. for them to wrap up the story with like these new characters. Like I I really like these new characters. So like I as if it does a good job with that, cool. Yeah, but the building up of like, yo, we're we're bringing back Palpatine. He's been a part of this the whole time and now we're ending the Skywalker saga. It's like uh, All right, those are big fucking shoes you're making for yourself to fill. We'll we'll see if you can pull it off. Yeah. yeah. But I, I'll again I, I believe in J.J. making this movie what it can be at this point. And we, we talk in the interview a lot about how, especially with the prequels, it's like, well, they did the best with what they could in two, did the best with what they had in three, and blah, blah, blah. And with where we're at now, it's it's less so about, like, like they fucked everything up quality-wise, because I know that, that there is that for some people with Last Jedi. But it's more just like, there's a lot here that is not set up that we're already seeing in one movie that needs yeah. to wrap up. Three movies, let alone nine movies. It's, it's going to be the longest one. They got plenty of time, I True. guess. And, and well, it's not plenty of time. It, they got yeah. time. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like JJ is going to bring the hype. And at the end of the day, if I just get a movie that is as hype as the last minute of this trailer, I'm fucking in. And Y'all I'll, know I'll probably Christensen's coming back for this, right? And I'd right. love that. Yeah. Like, that thing is like, at this point, it's like, cool, give us all that shit. Yeah. Like, this no. is now just fan service. <laughs> I do not no. want Hayden Christensen. No, I don't want Hayden Christensen. But all I want from this movie is I want it to end. I don't want there to be, the people in the chat were saying, like, I hope it ends and I hope it doesn't set up the next three. I don't want it to set anything up. Yeah. I want it to be a fucking end. End. No cliffhangers, no laughs at the end, no post-credit sequences. Just end it and let's start anew a few years from now. We'll just figure something else out for Star Wars. Go a thousand years in the past. We don't need Snoke to come back ever. We don't need to see another Anakin. Let's just do something else. Mm -hmm. Big universe. Big old galaxy out there. Mm. Big old fat galaxy. Now let's talk about what is out on streaming services this week. The first uh, thing that I want to bring attention to is October 25th, Dolomite is my name. Super excited to watch this movie. Nick, you interested at all? Uh, I'm interested only in that Eddie Murphy is in it, and people are saying it's almost a return to form for him. Mm. But um, I'm not going to rush out to theaters to see it unless someone tells me it's freaking amazing. No, it's on Netflix. Oh, it's going to Netflix? Yeah. Then yeah, I'll probably I believe it. it went out in theaters last week. Was it? Doesn't matter. Yeah, but it was limited release and all that bullshit. Oh, okay, my apologies. Um, uh, maybe. I don't know. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> now Eddie, you have total access to it. You can just watch the, it at home. The thing is, like, I, I have a feeling it's going to be one of those things that I throw on my Netflix queue, and if the trailer doesn't get me, it's gone. Mm. Uh, Eddie Murphy is 
Eddie Murphy used to be a powerhouse, but for some reason he decided to play a caricature of himself every time Money. he does anything. No, it's not even that. There was just a moment where he used to be so true and so raw, and I don't mean that as a pun. I mean that like he used to be Eddie Murphy. Like you'd see him in in Beverly Hills Cop or in Boomerang or coming to America, and he used to just fucking nail it, and he'd go there and he'd take risks. And now he's doing like one weird character and everything. And it's not it, – it doesn't feel Wasn't authentic it Dr. anymore. Do- no, not Dr. Doolittle. I, I honestly the... think it started with uh, – what was the no, – Not the clumps. What came before the clumps? The, I mean it was Nutty the – Nutty Professor. Nutty Professor. professor. I yeah. feel like that's He started the first... doing that character like Hercules, Hercules. And I just feel like he mm. – d- he didn't want to take risks anymore and he didn't want to be himself anymore. And I think he got gar- – he like put such a big buffer between him and the mm-hmm. audience that he's just not authentic anymore. And so like I want him to not do movies anymore. I want to get fucking back on stage and just be himself and do an hour-long comedy and then go back into movies. He needs to rediscover himself and like – and not pretend like he's anything that he's not. Did you talk about Doolittle trailer last week? Yeah, yes. he did. Jesus fuck! I hated it. That might be one of the worst trailers for a real movie I've ever seen. Yeah. No, I didn't watch it. With Robert Downey Jr. as Doctor Doolittle. This is what we're get- this is what he's giving us. Yep. You know what? You know it what? Bad. Yeah, you see, know like, what? He's earned a break. Wait, real quick, scroll down just a little bit. Um, I feel like we've got Beverly Hills Cop Three, which is not a good movie, but he also he maintains. But that, so even in Beverly style. Hills Cop Three, no, even in that he was. He wasn't. He never found the character again. Mm. He was like Eddie Murphy playing this like zany version of Axel Foley. He was never Axel Foley. You, I just think there's a part where people get so famous they just don't need to really act anymore or disappear yeah. into the characters or find the character. And like if you watch Beverly Hills Cop one and Beverly Hills Cop two, they weren't made that far away from each other. But he's the exact. He's perfect in those movies. Then you see Beverly Hills Cop three after Eddie Murphy is like over the hump of being a star and is not hungry anymore, and he's just kind of phoning it in. And it's sad. Did you watch Vampire in Brooklyn? I sure did. I feel like I, he, he's acting started, in that movie. I started watching well. it again the other day. Yeah? Because I was like, oh, I haven't seen this movie in a minute. A long time. And uh, I couldn't get five minutes into yeah, it. I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't it's know. It's very ridiculous and absurd. All right, but let's talk about Hulu also. is uh, It's got Castle Rock Season 2 Ooh. premiering. Uh, Kevin, really quick, uh, speaking of Hulu, uh, I forgot to bring up Watch Letter Kenny Season 7. Oh, yeah, it's good? Yeah, it was it was really fun. It was a different... Should hey, I start there? No. I mean, honestly, the the story like itself just doesn't really matter. Like, you have to start in the beginning just to get like the cadence of the jokes. Sure. But like after that, it's pretty much just like watch whatever. Uh, season seven definitely is a different pace than the, the other seasons. There's uh, almost like a different formula and how they're telling stories and whatnot. But the the biggest bit is they start a uh, kind of a local TV show called Crack and Ag which is them giving uh, agricultural advice, and it kind of just turns into a slight commentary slash talking shit about podcasters and whatnot. Mm. My favorite bit was uh, their, it's their second episode. He's like, hey, you, you might have noticed uh, we, have, we have beers on the show, and it's uh, because uh, you, know, it, it, you guys were saying that when you're watching it, it just feels like you're hanging out with buds. So uh, we figured, why not just uh, drink and uh, actually, actually hang out like buds? And it's like, that's what every podcast does. And so there's just little bits like that where I really, really liked. So enjoyed it. Also yeah. catching up on uh, The Good Place that started season four last night. Really enjoying it. Huh? Going to wait till that one ends so that I can watch it all. I've been off the show for a while, so I don't know if you guys talked about Between Two Ferns, the movie. We did. Uh, I talked about it last week. It was one of the movies that I watched. I loved did it. Did not like it I at all. I loved it so much, man. Really the cameos. Like did you see it yet? Hated I haven't watched it yet. It. 
It's one of those things where I'm like, you like the, the. I think it's that skit is genius. I think it's brilliant, but I think it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't need to see an hour and a half of that. Uh, I feel like they do such a good job addressing that, yeah. and I think that it, it moves things along at such a brisk pace of like, let's get to the next yeah. what the fuck moment, and every what the fuck moment's great. The all they use their cameos so well. And the amount of giant stars they get is baffling. The, the joke in the trailer where he's asked Matthew McConaughey, he's like, out of all the things you can win an Academy Award for, were you surprised you won one for acting? <laughs> it's I, pretty I just, It's I, a great I, joke. I, that, I don't like that humor and like the whole I like, love it. I, it was so much of that. It's perfect. I yeah. love it. And not enough. I feel like they spent so little time actually in the little interview things. Oh my god! They spent the perfect amount of time. It would have been too much. Then it would just been a bunch of YouTube videos and a playlist. It was too much. The in between storylines are so great. And oh, Nick, there's just one moment. I'll watch it. I just can't wait to see because I know it. Like I wish that I had a camera on you. Yeah. Because I there's just one moment that happens that's gonna fucking get you so hard. All right. Well, I'm an easy get. I laughed at Stuber. (laughs) Now let me tell you what is out in movie theaters near you. Countdown, which is that really, really shitty shot movie where like you movie. get an app and it tells you when you're gonna die, but like something about it just catches my. Eye. I don't think I'm gonna it watch it. Could be it. Happy Death Day. Yeah, yeah. Or it could not. We'll see. But on a cheaper budget, it seems like. <laughs> it seems like we shot it. Great either. Happy Death Day. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I felt like a movie though. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it felt like a movie. Well, it in, felt like in a movie. It, like it felt like it was shot on an actual like camera, not like a C three hundred. I don't know. Anyways, uh, Black and Blue is also out, which is uh, yo looks cool. We saw the trailer for this before Gemini Man. Mm-hmm. It looks freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Tessa Thompson as a cop mm-hmm. that sees cops doing some really bad shit, and then is on the run from the cops. And then the cops, because the because she has a uh, body cam footage of the cops doing fucked up shit, like killing people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the cops are hunting her. Then the cops go to the criminals and go into like gang residential areas. And are kind of like, hey, we'll give you hella money if you track her down. So it's fucking gangsters and uh, the cops chasing Tessa Thompson down yeah. as a cop. It's cool. What a great premise. Cool. Great name, too. Yeah. Dope shit. Thanks for uh, interrupting the show, Andy. What's up? Why are you hosting the show all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Um, hey, I watched two things uh, uh, recently. Right. Um, I just want to make mention of it. The uh, Lakers lost to the Clippers. Okay, Le- cut his uh, mic. He's okay. wasting and fucking Spurs time. Spurs Spurs Spurs, baby. And then the last thing that is out this week is the current war, the director's cut. I don't oh. know if the regular version is out, That's but weird. the director's cut. I do is. want to see that at yeah? some point. Yeah, current I feel war? like the current war, which it's the is the one about what? like the guys that were making uh, back in the day, Edison versus mm-hmm. Tesla versus Westinghouse. Oh, current, yeah. current as in like with Westinghouse, current. right? Anyways, it's Tom Holland and like another a couple mm. big names. Uh, it looks interesting, but it also looks like it's gonna be like three hours. Of, I'm in. Of like, it looks like the Prestige. And I'm in. No, but like the Prestige is way cooler. Like it looks, I, because yeah. it's like you know, ma- like well, not magic, but like weird Nolan, fantasy yeah. stuff. And Christopher Nolan, uh, this movie looks interesting, and I'd give it a shot if someone wanted to go watch it. But I don't think anyone does. Nah. Yeah. Last week I asked you for your topic. What 2019 movie um, are you still excited to see that it hasn't come out yet? Uh, a couple of guys, you guys wrote in, Pixel, Pizza Bagel says, I'm really excited to see the light, for, excited for the lighthouse. Sorry. There it goes. Uh, and can't wait to hear what you all have said about this week about, what you all have said this week about. Everyone I follow 
it says it's most brilliant, disturbing movie of the year. Uh, Pattinson. Easily my most hype of 2019. Jesus fuck. I was wrong. In Black and Blue. It's not Tessa Thompson. It's not Tessa Thompson? It's Naomi Harris. It's Naomi Harris. Who plays Money Penny in Skyfall. And I love her. That's not Tessa Thompson? No. Nah. What the fuck? There's some twin shit going on. Tim, I'm shocked too. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Lee Polero says... This year, I'm looking forward to Knives Out. I'm a huge fan of Clue, and this giving similar wacky whodunit vibes. Also, Frozen 2 looks like a grand epic fantasy adventure. I'm all for it. Uh, Plus, you know, the music's going to be slapping. Tim, you excited about Frozen 2? Fuck yeah, I am. They debuted the new song on Dancing with the Stars last week. Was it good? Oh, yeah. Into the Unknown. Let's go, baby. I just feel like it's nothing can ever beat. Let, let it, it go. go. I don't Nothing. think musically anything will be let it go. I am going to be very shocked if Frozen 2 is not better than Frozen 1. I think it'll, I think it definitely can be. I think they're smart and they're building the, off of it. It seems like the, the, the story is going to be like there's going to be more. It's more meaty. I just feel like yeah. good luck beating fucking let it go. Yeah. I, I mean, that, no one's going to try. Like, that's one of those things like. I wouldn't. I'd be like, I'm Avatar not Avatar 2 is not going to beat Avatar 1, you know, number well, one. It could, but I just mean like let it go. Yeah. Fucking slap. Uh, the last one is Andrew Francis says. Uh, movies I'm excited for to see in 2019: uh, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker, The Rise of Skywalker, forgot the, uh, Doctor Sleep, Jojo Rabbit, Ford vs Ferrari, Frozen 2, and A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Nick, out of those movies, which one are you most excited? Uh, I talked to Rohrbeck in uh, Toronto, and he said that A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood is really, really good. Yeah, because it doesn't follow. It's not really about like Tom Hanks is. Uh, he plays Mr. Rogers. But it's not about him. It's about like all the other people in his life, yeah. which sounds really good. So I'm excited for that one, and I'm excited for Ford versus Ferrari. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I don't trust anyone that says that Star Wars isn't the thing they're most excited for. Well, I mean, Ford versus Ferrari comes out in like a week. Yeah. Star Wars real far away. Star Wars too far, bro. Bro, where I, are you living tomorrow? I'm living in today. Also, Jojo Rabbit comes out uh, to this weekend for select cities. No, no, no. That was last week. It actually comes out for wide release. Tomorrow on the 25th. I am positive. I have can't talk about it, Barrett. I can't talk about it. I'm okay. You can keep shaking your head. No, Kevin, Kevin's embargoed. I am embargoed till the 25th when the wide release happens. I can look it up. You can look it up. But like last week, rabbit? it looked like it was a wide release for whatever reason. All the websites were showing it as a wide release, and it was in a couple of theaters. Jojo Rabbit. Is it the best movie that I've seen this year? I don't know. Uh, More, more. Uh, For next week's bronze tier topic, tell me your favorite scary movie because that's what the main topic is for next week, and I'm excited to hear what you guys love the most when it comes to scary movies. Spook, 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 Barrett, Barrett is saying that on 11 1, it looks like it's more wide release. On 1025, it looks like it's just coming to the major markets, which are San Francisco, Chicago, From the, Los Angeles, the Washington. paperwork that I have, the wide release day is 1025. Well, that's definitely not a wide release. This is that's from Taika Waititi himself. So. I'm, I'm telling maybe you what they're telling maybe me. Maybe they've changed right. it. Maybe they've changed He's it. Like we, a Waititi. He's lying to you. Oh, shit. Will we talk about it extensively next Monday? You know? We'll see. I don't know anymore. We'll see. This fucking show. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. I've been your host. You can follow me on the social medias at kind of funny Kevin. You can follow Nick at Nick underscore Scarpino. You can follow Tim at Tim Gettys on all social media. Go and watch a movie. Check out Zombieland 2. I liked it. You have a good day. <laughs>